Hello, this is Rabbi Mark Soloway. Welcome to A Dash of Drush, weekly reflections on our world through the lens of Torah. Our world seems so unbelievably divisive, divided right now. Maybe it always has been, but it just seems that there are competing narratives, competing truths. It's like a war. We have to pick our side. We, in picking that side, diminish and make impossible the other side. We somehow have become, or maybe we have always been, so tribal. And I feel like in this week, this week that has seen uh, so much in US and in UK politics, we have to go back to something more internal because life is full of paradox. Life is about dichotomy and duality, even though on a deepest spiritual level we, we transcend that duality into the oneness. But really, the experience of being human is to recognize that we are in these wrestling matches these divine wrestling matches which we see at the beginning of this parasha this Torah portion where Jacob again so afraid as he's about to confront his brother and he's left alone he's left alone and he can't sleep and he wrestles all night long with an angel of God however we understand that until until dawn he's wrestling and that image of that wrestling match this divine wrestling match has been the source of course of so much commentary and interpretation what are we wrestling with are we wrestling with our own egos with some inner dimension trying to work out what what is what is true for for us the different aspects of oneself or is there really some external some angelic being some representative of godliness it's like a restless night of the soul those those nights that we probably all have at some point where we just can't can't sleep and we're just we're just wrestling with with so much about what the meaning and the purpose of our lives are and Jacob wins <laughs> whatever it means to win but in that wrestling match he he wins and he uh, is renamed the angel the angel says ki sarita im elohim ve im anashim vatuchal you have fought you have wrestled with god and with man and you have won you've been able to do it and so then his name is changed from Yaakov to Yisrael, which really means the one who has wrestled with El, with God. God wrestling, angel wrestling. It sounds like a competitive sport, but it's not. It's really just how we negotiate our own inner worlds. But when I come back to the outside world, the world of, of, of politics, this tribal civilization that we are living in right now, I think of my friend Josh, Rabbi Josh Katsan, who has this wonderful ritual at the Shabbat table. Whenever someone 
starts speaking about politics, actually I should say specifically mentions the name of the president, there is a an invitation to pick up a book, primarily a book by Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, a magnificent book called God in Search of Man, which has been such an important book for me, and to open it at random and to read from it. And immediately the beautiful spiritual religious poetry of that book somehow transcends the moment. And I've been thinking about wrestling in terms of my own relationship and perhaps many of our relationships with this phenomenal Jewish tradition that we have, that we're heirs to. Because there are so many dichotomies within Jewish practice and Jewish thought and Jewish theology. Some of them being um, classic, classic that the rabbis talk about so much, the relationship between keva, the fixed, the fixed and permanent spaces of Jewish practice, fixed words of a liturgy, fixed times to pray, a fixed place to pray in, and kavanah, kavanah being the more spontaneous, internal, reflective impulse that is behind that keva, keva, fixed, kavanah, spontaneous. And then there's one that I really want to focus on a bit more, uh, the wrestling between halakha and agada. Halakha is usually the translation for Jewish law, but really it's about halicha, which is about walking, walking the path. Halakha, Jewish law, and agada, Jewish narrative. Law and narrative, law and narrative, these polarities, these differences, which are so fundamentally important. And sometimes we are so, so much in the world of halakha, of practice and the rules of practice, that we forget the internal impulses that we need to keep those practices alive. And sometimes we abandon the structures and the laws and the details in order just to have a, a free-spirited kind of relationship with it all. And of course, the real wrestling is how we achieve the balance, or if it's possible to achieve the balance. I want to read a passage from the book God in Search of Man, and specifically on that, that tension. It's a dynamic tension. And by the way, those dynamic tensions Keva, Kavana, Halacha, Agada. Of course, there's also Yahid and Sibor, which is the individual and the individual within the context of community. And there are more, there are more, but, but this one, Halacha, Agada, is central, I think. This is Heschel. Halacha represents the strength to shape one's life according to a fixed pattern. It is a form giving force. Agada is the expression of man's ceaseless striving which often defies all limitations. Halakha is the rationalization and schematization of living. It defines, specifies, sets measure and limits, placing life into an exact system. Agada deals with man's ineffable relations to God, to other men and to the world. Halakha deals with details, with each commandment separately. Agada with the whole of life, with the totality of religious life. Halakha deals with the law, Agada with the meaning of the law. Halakha deals with subjects that can be expressed literally, 
Agadah introduces us to a realm which lies beyond the range of expression. Halakha teaches us how to perform common acts. Agadah tells us how to participate in the eternal drama. Halakha gives us knowledge. Agadah gives us aspiration. Halakha gives us the norms for action. Agadah, the vision of the ends of living. Halakha prescribes. Agadah suggests. Halakha decrees. Agadah inspires. Halakha is definite. Agadah is elusive. It's so powerful and beautiful. And he goes on later on, he says in the same chapter, he says, the body without the spirit is a corpse. The spirit without the body is a ghost. I'm going to read that again. The body without the spirit is a corpse. The spirit without the body is a ghost. That's the tension that I think we we deal with in our tradition. And maybe it's the tension that we need to deal with in, in this world right now. Because we get so obsessed and caught up sometimes in the external details of living that we forget to breathe into ourselves an internal life, an inner life, a life of, of meaning and a life that tries to help us make sense of what is happening outside. But if we're just only in that inner, inner dimension, we sort of lose our connection to the outer forms. And I think that's what, what Heschel is saying. One of the reasons I love to study uh, Talmud Talmud is, is such a, a rich and beautiful uh, compendium of, of, of Jewish thought and Jewish practice and Jewish law. Um, hundreds of years of discussions of, of rabbis being recorded down on, on every conceivable subject. And sometimes Talmud can be so, so dry and so caught in these details as the rabbis try to define the law, try to define what, what the actual halakha is. But in the middle of those intense, very intense sometimes discussions with differing, uh, differing opinions, the, we, there are records of the, the lenient opinion and the, and the strict opinion, the majority opinion, the minority opinion, and then trying to apply case law and look at uh, different circumstances that could really give us a sense of law and the fact that law, halacha, is so much a part of our Jewish tradition which for some people is, is, is so hard to understand that religious life can be, can be legalized in that way. And yet there is this magnificent way in which these details of, of, of structure um, do have their own form and their own meaning. But in the middle of some of those intense discussions, there is suddenly some beautiful Agadic text, some midrash, some, some narrative that just comes in, which may be entirely related to what's being discussed and may be absolutely not related. And sometimes these, these stories that infuse the words of these legal debates just in, infuse, infuse like bring, bringing a, a dry body some, some nourishing life. And I think that the way in which that happens in the Talmud is a way in which it happens in, I think, a, a rich, full Jewish life in general, a life of prayer and practice and Shabbat and observing the holidays and study and all of these ways in which we connect body and soul, uh, the, 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 the sometimes the dryness of the externals and the important uh, moistening nourishment of the internal worlds. 
halacha and agada. So this angel wrestling, this idea that that we like like Yaakov find ourselves sometimes in these places of just such inner conflict. We know there's so much outer conflict. We don't have to look very far in this world to see how much conflict and division there is. And it's it's so alluring in a sense and it's 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 caused so much so many ructions in, within within families and within communities and within society as a whole where where people of opposing sides have stopped having the the ability to be civil with each other and right now i think that's really important and i think accessing what is actually true and trying to sift through all of the all of the rhetoric and the and the drama to find actual truth and actual justice is a challenge and it's something we all have to do but right now i'm 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 interested in the way that impacts us internally what is our own internal wrestling and how do we how do we resolve it how do we how do we get to a place where we um somehow balance these these warring worlds within ourselves because being a human being means to to find those in balance the world of musa the jewish world of, of musa is a, is a is a fabulous way that we come to terms with with some of that where we have these different midot these different uh, attributes that we that we somehow know are, uh, can be terribly out of balance whether we're working on humility or patience whether we're working on faith whether we're working on truth whatever whatever it it might be this idea of taking these these phenomenal and important concepts and really looking at how they play out in our own lives and the discipline because religion can really be a, a a kind of spiritual discipline that allows us to to modify and refine our behaviors really the idea of the mitzvot again we can get so caught up on the outer details of what a mitzvah what a if we understand it as a commandment or as a way of connecting us to some higher source but we can get so caught up on the on the details and i of course uh, go through phases of of being so caught up in the details myself that i forget the i forget to nourish those details it's like a arid dry uh, soil and if we want something to grow in that soil we have to water it and the water i feel is that is that agada bringing in bringing in these incredible narrative traditions these ways in which we interpret and in this playful playful way we interpret the text we we look at the different meanings of 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 mitzvah of tradition of law and that sounds like it's very specific to jewish life but it's i think can connect to to all kinds of life if we look at um, going back to the idea of the kever and the kavana all of our lives have things that are that are fixed that are bounded that are bounded and dimensions that are that are unbounded and we need both we need to have a sort of wildness of of spirit that can allow us to be our unique selves but we need some kind of structure in order to express that self and i think judaism at best does that really well it does it really well it allows us to be in these dynamic tensions these dichotomies and paradoxes these forces that appear to be opposite 
but the idea is not that we, we we're like in one world or the other and we're living out those those opposite realities rather we are recognizing that you can't have one without the other there's there's this the spontaneity and the impulse and the spirituality is allowed to breathe and live within a certain structure and in a world that really does feel pretty crazy and scary actually i find the world very frightening right now the the these these debates as we listen to them and the the sort of ways in which we become more and more divided is symptomatic i think of of a pull to be in one pole or the other but the dynamic tension that perhaps yakov is experiencing in that wrestling is is about integration and balance and not about not about being one side or the other yes he he somehow wins this wrestling match but really the essence is that the wrestling goes on to live a, an authentic uh, religious and spiritual life is to be uh, a god wrestler uh, an angel wrestler i i remember hearing um, the first time i really heard this idea of translating the word yisrael yisrael israel as god wrestler i remember uh, rabbi arthur waskow such a, a a powerful activist and teacher and i remember him years ago talking about this every time he would do a sort of translation of torah text he would translate yisrael as god wrestling people people who wrestle with god and it's one of the fundamental identities of course because the people israel are really the descendants of Israel, are really the, the, the descendants of the one who wrestles with God and therefore we're God wrestlers. Just as last, last week, in last week's parasha, we, Leah gives birth to her fourth son and names him Yehuda after the pain of naming the first three sons in this aspirational hope that her husband, who doesn't really love her, or certainly doesn't love her as much as her sister Rachel, and the first child is called, is, is, is called Ruvain, please see me, and then Shimon, please hear me, and then Levi, please may my husband be connected to me. And now the fourth son, okay, this time I'm going to say Odeh, I, I, I acknowledge, I praise, I thank. And so Yehuda is about um, thanksgiving, about um, the, the, that, that power, the ability to to be grateful even when life feels really hard and Yisrael is about recognizing that we're constantly in this in this battle remember years ago being so impressed with um, my friend from rabbinical school rabbi Rachel Shear um, talking about the three the three names that we get in these in these parshiot in these um, Torah portions that we're reading right now that define define Judaism there's Hebrews which is Ivrim in Hebrew and that's about crossing over because Abraham Abraham is described as the Ivri because he crossed over and we need at times to cross over to cross boundaries and then there's Yehuda from last week's Parsha the the ones who offer offer thanksgiving Yehuda is really the Hebrew for Jew so to be Jewish is to give thanks to be to be a Hebrew is to cross over and to be an Israelite to be a Yisraeli is to wrestle to wrestle with God to wrestle with the angels and so there are ways in which 
wrestling and conflict can feel so so hard and fractured, but there are ways in which it can be the essence of a of a of a thoughtful and a deep and a, and a meaningful religious life that we that we wrestle with meaning, that we wrestle with balancing our internal world with our external world, that we wrestle with these polarities within us, and then within that within those wrestling matches we we hope that we back to that beautiful quote from Heschel the body without the spirit is a corpse the spirit without the body is a ghost we don't want to be corpses and we don't want to be ghosts we want to be fully living breathing god wrestling human beings in the course of that wrestling match there is this dust you know if you can imagine two figures wrestling in in a dry place the, the dust that comes up from the feet of those wrestlers and that dust is so much about the, the tangible material physical and there's a, a beautiful midrash Agadah that talks about the dust going up to, to heaven there's something about the, the wrestling feet in this physical world that actually if, it, if the wrestling is, has integrity and is about finding some, some deeper balance and, and truth then, then the dust somehow links heaven and earth. And that's really the goal of all of these wrestlings, to bring heaven to earth, to bring the internal and the external into this kind of divine balance. Happy wrestling. May we, uh, may we all find, find these ways that we can be bodies and souls, living, living full and meaningful lives, even when it feels painful and like we're fighting. Thank you for listening to A Dash and Drush. We will see you next time.